episode 604, July 5th, 2022. Mike O'Mara, Radio Entertainment. This is The Robin Joe Show. Two minutes until showtime. A great show. Listening to The Robin Joe Show. Robbie Robinson does not get enough credit. The Robin Joe Show, my two favorite guys. You're listening to The Robin Joe Show. Do you feel lucky? Do you get punk? The Robin Joe Show. I've got with Rob and Joe before, and they do an amazing job. Go back on that Rob and Joe show. The Rob and Joe show. The Rob and Joe show is my favorite. Rob Mayer, Joe Robinson, here they are. Please secure your belongings. Keep your arms and legs inside the car at all times. And remain seated until the ride comes to a complete stop. Now, here's Rob Mayer and Joe Robinson. Monday, yes it's Monday, I'm waiting all week and as it's time for Rob and Joe, chat room Monday, it's 7.30, that's when I hear live Rob and Joe, done with Monday, oh it's been a hot day, thank God it's time for Rob and Joe. It's another Rob and Joe show with Justin Schlegel without Joe Robinson again. Yeah, this is since the beginning of June. I am at my one month mark and Joe has missed half the show. <laughs> Interesting. And Robbie's missed one of them. I've been here for all of them, so I like you. And guess what the listeners are a little bit more upset about? That's whenever we don't get Robbie. No, no. Robbie is if that's a good question. If we added, I don't know, uh, Dave Chappelle to the show, but got rid of Robbie, do we... Do we lose any of our core listeners? Yes. Yes, we I do. can <laughs> promise you some people would push us out to see. Sure, we have one of the greatest comedians of all time in tow, but there's going to be a couple of people like, I want to find out what happened to the girl in Florida. Yes. I, you know what? Speaking of, by the way, Joe is at Ocean City. He's always vacationing. I know he's working while yeah. vacationing, but he's always gone. But speaking of the girl in Florida, I hung out with the girl in Florida. Really? Well, I was in uh, Miami, Miami Improv this past week with Keckner. Uh, by the way... It's, I cannot get over, now you know the women are going to be hot, but the level, it was like we were watching, I don't know, I've been watching high school basketball, and then I just started watching Steph Curry and LeBron. It's like, oh, this is a different sport. Yeah, this is, it's weird. You you understand outside looking in Miami hot. And I've only mm -hmm. been to Miami one time, and not to do stand-up. But then you get there, and you see men and the. Oh, boy. Uh, Robbie, bleep this as it comes across. It. The children are attractive. Like, <laughs> the kids there. Like, the pets are better looking. The seafood is better looking. Yes. Like, that is a fuckable lobster. Everything in Miami. The whole vibe. It, everything. And you yeah. just feel like this knuckle-dragging, black mark-covered, just troglodyte. <laughs> you just feel like a leper. There was an episode of the show Louie. Where he goes to Miami to do stand up. Right. And he like he feels like a real fish out of water, like he's walking around all white and pasty. Yeah, you just feel like just this sewer dweller wandering around there. You got your garbage target mm -hmm. uh swim trunks on. Uh not a name brand piece of anything. Nothing on me. cool. You, you, Nothing. You've never felt less cool. Never. Yeah. Never at all. These are all the people that cut the line at the club gorgeous. So where were you at this week? What was the club? Miami Improv. Okay. It's right in this call City Place in Doral. There's a, a bar that connects it that uh has, you know, live band and it's just indoor outdoor combination. 
literally every single girl that works there is an eight, nine, or a ten. It, the the hottest girl in Waldorf would be looked at as a herpetic hobo. Yes, like a Waldorf eleven is a Miami three. I would have to just, I I'd, I'd have to go to Magoobies for ten years to see this amount of hot women that I saw in like one night. And then on top of that, you're in Miami, so the weather is just exquisite. Meanwhile, it's the goddamn end of days in mm -hmm. Magoobies. There was a lady <laughs> that got to the murder mystery late. We'll get into the murder mystery. We'll get mm -hmm. into the comedy shows this past week. And we did two shows, Saturday night, One Life Not to Live, officially my favorite new murder yes. mystery. A lady got there in the second act, and we're getting ready to go from act to act. Again, we'll get into the murder mystery, the specifics therein. And she's apologizing because she had to swerve around a car that did a 360 on 295 <laughs> and went into a ditch. She wanted to help, but she didn't want to be late. So there's someone yes. right now with an engine block in their goddamn <laughs> abdomen. Those so are our people. Watch, uh, if you watch Eric get the shit smacked out of him for an hour and a half. So wherever you were... Weather-wise, was a thousand times better no, than where we were. It was were. perfect weather, and I I have now come across a new a fetish. Um, like I'm not like uh, despite if you see Tawanda, I'm not like a huge like breast guy. Like, okay, I, but I didn't know that I was into this. It's and I gigantic butt. No, I met okay. a couple girl. I'm totally into that. Have you seen this move? It's an A cup, but. They're wearing no bra, so you just you see the nipples. It's pure nipple. Yes, yes. The the the, the breasts are almost they're almost candy corn conical. Mm -hmm. Like they're just letting you know. I have. There's nothing that's going to sag. Uh, now you also have to see to it that they are symmetrical. Oh yeah. That if you have like the what my as my father refers to as crab eye titties, where they're just shooting in two separate directions, sort of like some prawns antenna like eyeballs. It's not going to work. But man, <laughs> a cups, no bra. Peeking through that top. Yes. Mwah. I saw some perfect. It's like it's almost like, hey, I don't have huge breasts, but you're still going to look at them. God. Yeah. So anyway, Robbie's, you know, uh, the girl, the one that we've met, that, that she was, you know, it was already in the works that she was going to move down to, to Miami. She um, brought, I was hoping that she would bring a guy. But I got her tickets. Robbie had texted me that she wanted to come to the 8 p.m. show Friday. Wait, so. you were hoping that she would bring a guy like she is already... She's already moved on from Robbie. Well, this is what I wanted to do. And I, and because I was busy and the show ran late. Because I, I wanted her to be right. emotionally shattered. Like, she just, <laughs> okay. I want Robbie to have moved on in 72 hours. And she's still struggling to get over what he did to her in that Ocean City condo. I wanted to find a guy that looks like uh, Tony Montana. Yeah. And say, will you take a picture with him and then text you guys and say, Robbie, look at her new band. Hell yeah. A guy that looks just like Mark Andrews, but with face tattoos. Yes. He's in a zoot suit. He's got right. a chain wallet. He's got an AR, a gold machete, face covered in gack, Lambo out front. Can my friend take a photo with you? Like one of Pitbull's entourage. Right. Jake, That's what I wanted. Robbie, yeah. she's moved on. And look, she seems Robbie. super happy. They had helicopter parking for her new boyfriend. But I believe I guess it was her was it her sister that I met? I guess I No, it was even... not her sister. That okay. was a friend of hers. Oh, it was a friend of hers. Got it. So I uh I mean I felt like it was a good show. Did did she report back to you, Robbie? Yeah, she said that you were the funniest. Well, you yes. know, I'll take that. I um did I do the right thing or wrong thing? I, I got them free tickets and then they wanted to buy shirts, so I actually I took their money. Good. Yes. Yeah, no, you got you got them in the door. Anything yes. beyond that. No, I'll I'll I gave away tickets to Magoobies on 98 and there was a couple mm -hmm. of people alluding to 
hey, what about uh, what about drinks? I'm like, order and pay. I'm, I got you in the door. Yes, any, that's any on other, you. Any other step beyond that? That's that's all it is. Max says, someone that works in Miami monthly, I can assure you, the further you get from Miami, the less hot the <laughs> girls are. Uh, Mac, I hate to break it to you, you're a Miami eight and a half. You are a Maryland ten, <laughs> but a Miami eight and a half. Where's that mouth? Somebody said this was the. By the way, shout out to Ariel. It was What's her up, birthday Arielle? this past week. Happy birthday to yeah. you. I know somebody said this was the best murder mystery they'd seen. There we go. Rob, yeah. the first invitee. I'm so excited to talk about the slap. Yeah, this is this was a murder mystery like the trivia one that we're doing. You're going to do with me in Annapolis at the Ramshead on July 13th. I can't wait. Was a uh, pandemic, you know, nothing to do. The world shut down creation. Yeah. So. I think if if the murder mystery, if you love it as much as you do, it's COVID was worth it. Is what we're saying. Yeah, we got some great art out of this thing. Okay, uh, a Bo Burnham wrote inside, and we wrote one life not to live. Yes. So there you go. It's one in one a. Uh, but before we get to uh, murder mystery and the stand up and a legendary bit of crowd work from Eric Woodworth mm -hmm. that I'm not sure if you've seen the footage. Uh, is that of yet. the one that he posted? That's the one that it's he posted. Really good. Man, yes, that was a that was a high wire act mm -hmm. that our friend Eric Woodworth walked, and he made it from one side of that fucking canyon to the other without falling three thousand feet to cancellation. It's something that you know I you know Joe was also someone that was really good at crowd work. I pride myself on it. I I was I was so, wow that's touche. Yeah, well played. Oh, that sir. is a yeah that's mm -hmm. a that's a big tip of the hat. Mm -hmm. uh, but tell me more about the actual shows at Miami. I mean. That's got to be one of the best places in the country to work. The shows were amazing. I decided that I would go full, like, uh, tropical shirts, and I think I pulled it off. You're going like, full, like, Tommy Bahama? Yeah. Well, I went to it. I got them. You know what I did? Um, somebody related to the show might have given us a little bit of a financial uh, thank you. Oh, yeah. Okay. Did I say a Miami 8.5? I meant 9.5. Yes. And, and I specifically spent that money on something tangible. Because oh, yeah. I don't want it just to go in the account and you never know what it went for. I wanted. I So I literally... Mac Bergson dressed me. I'll yes. put it that way. Yes. <laughs> yes. Outfit by Bergson. Yes. So at one point I, I had this shirt on and I realized that no one else dressed like that. So I just made fun of myself for okay. it. And it did well for me. But there was a girl in the office trivia show. At the very end, two teams come on stage and they um by one person, one team name was the best to me. Everybody knows the William Hung reference. Yeah. Well hung. Their team name was just Hung. <laughs> just yeah, hung. Just, not just, well hung. It's no, just but it does hang. Just hung. Yes. Okay. So this girl comes on stage, and at the end, the audience votes, and she has got this fucking super tight outfit on, camel toe, just uh, just living you and breathing. You can see her service. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might even have a photo of that. And I said, well, I know who's gonna who the audience is going to pick. The guys are going to love her. And I get a laugh out of that. And then her and her uh, girlfriend crush the scene. And, and then the other guy and girl and it's audience did, voting yes they did fine and the other guy and girl won because i think i made it so every guy couldn't cheer too oh, loud for this girl she was so rude her absolutely so because every yes. other guy in there couldn't right. like cackle a jesus yes. on his throne looking right. her god and i think she's like a miss miami or she's some pat yeah, tell me the girl in the middle too that's the winner in the center well that's no this is the team that came that's in the team yes, that came but that's the girl that i said don't uh, vote. You, the guys are going to vote for her because she's clearly the girl the in the center looks like vastly improved Amy Schumer. Yes, 
I'm looking I'm at this getting, photo of this. That's go- on oh stage. My God. That's on stage. That is her actual vagina. Yes, that's on stage. And yeah, that's that me wearing a Mac Burton shirt. I'll post this stuff. <laughs> God, that you you are the <laughs> least good looking on that stage, and a fine looking man. But that uh, is a that's a bunch of ass on that stage. Yeah, yeah. So this is good good podcast. We're just showing pictures on my phone. <laughs> yeah, we're doing our best to describe what we can. And I have reached out. Speaking of crowd work, mm-hmm. my memory is absolutely shot to shit, and all of the Robin Joe and now Justin listeners mm-hmm. will soon come to realize that over the next few months and years as we form a new bond here joe had a bit of crowd work that and to your point you your crowd work joe's crowd work and eric's Mm -hmm. crowd work joe had one that eric and tommy and i looked at with a collective you mean at the murder at the murder mystery because he played your role yes yes. and he went up there it's the by the way it's the most joe robinson we have ever had on stage for a performance because he's usually right. running things. He's usually he comes out. He dies very quickly. You're he's right. the evil boss at the Christmas one. This time he was from Act One to Act Four the whole way through it. He had a lot on his plate. So he's having fun and he's getting a riff in a way he's never had to. And we're up there. And I, again, I texted Eric. Please remind me. God, I hope he hears this before the end of the podcast when we get into that night. But I mean, Tommy is hysterical. Eric's hysterical. I'm having fun. Joke crushed. But he had awesome. just this one where he <laughs> just missed to the right. Just a little bit. And everyone was like, all right, next line. Let's go ahead and see what, what we got. Did you acknowledge that it was bad or you just moved on? Oh, Eric and I had an audible like, ha. And, and it was a funny line. It's killing me. I can't remember what it was. It was like, maybe it was something like Roe versus Wade-ish or something. Mm-hmm. One of those like, man, this better be good. And um, it was met with a collective like, oh. And we... We pivoted and headed out, but the entire thing w- was fantastic. Well, you know, I, I hate to miss it, but, uh, you know, unlike when Joe misses an episode like Gay Joe Summer, it's Gay an incredible podcast, maybe he feels like, wow, I, I, I missed out or they missed me. But I want it to crush as much as possible when I'm not there. So I feel as as someone who wrote it and you as Robbie, someone did all the audio stuff and you weren't there as well. We have to feel good that the show was crushed without us, right? Yes, I do. I, I wished Joe luck on. That. No, he did great. He yes, Joe told me. Joe Robinson yeah. told me that he did a great job. No, Joe killed it. Joe was great, but it was. But it was funny. Here's what Joe did right. Joe's just got such a good comedic intellect. Obviously, it's a daytime soap opera, so right. we lean into the cheese. Good. I mean, just good blocks of cheddar cheese. Everything is way over emoted. Even the people we brought on stage, second show. That crowd got it. The gasps. Robbie, it kills me you weren't in the booth. Shout out to our associate producer, Joe Stamboni. He was up in there. But whenever I would, you know, motion towards the sound effect for that, you know, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. The whole crowd, without being asked, let out this audible gasp. See, that's that's what I would love. And it got louder and louder and louder. But what Joe did, he was super straight. Joe was a real-life detective. Good. So all of us are just these cheese dicks, summer stock, nobodies that have never made it, and he played a detective. It was great. So the term they use in wrestling, we were getting over. We got over. Yeah. We got over. Whole crowd, big face turn. Everybody loved it. But if you want to stick with wrestling references, (laughs) a lady turned heel. Oh. Oh, a lady turned heel. On the comedy show... You have seen. Let's just get into the show itself. Okay. Okay. So this you, is a Friday night. Friday it was night. Justin headlining show. two shows with Eric Woodworth. Eric did a and, the feature uh, set. And Tom Nutty. Tom Nutty was the MC. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Simbazo went and did a guest set the first show. Nice. Uh, Monahan did one the second. And on one of the shows, I think it was the early show, there was a woman right up front. Eric does a little bit of crowd work. And he asks, uh, how you doing? How would you guys know each other? You've seen the clip. Go to, uh, it's Eric W, as in D-O-U-B-L-E, the, num- the letter U. Right. That's his, his uh, Instagram account. And yes, I'll, he's I'll, posted the video. Yes, watch it. Because he does a standard like, hey, how'd you guys meet? And usually like, okay, you've, you've asked that question a thousand times. Sure. What's, what's, the, what's the stock answer? How'd you guys meet? They met online, so the friends at work or something. Yeah, I, I, I used to hook up with his roommate. Uh-huh. Uh, this lady. I was in an abusive relationship for quite some time, and now I'm finally realizing that not all men are garbage, and this is a man here that respects me and understands the word consent, and we're like, oh, Whoa. shit. Now it's a real conversation. It's real. Yeah. Like she it's has, not funny. It's not funny. She it's has, not light. She has a <laughs> TED Talk. Mm-hmm. It is ready to go. She wants to get this out, and I believe her. I believe everything yeah. she's saying. So it's like, let her do it. And Eric goes, Oh, wow, damn. Okay, so you got a good one here. How do you how long have you how long have you this known this guy? Kicker. He's like, uh, oh, oh, about a week. It's like, so you know I'm not you don't know I'm that good yet. Yeah. I don't know. This guy looks like he talks with his hands. And the crowd's like, Jesus. Oh my God. And he keeps going. I'll let you watch. The whole thing. I mean, the fact that she said she's known him a week. It's like, I don't think it's... Yeah. Now, admittedly, I know, oddly enough, through six degrees of separation, the guy that she was with, it was a JSSP1. Yeah. She's in the kindest hands. Okay, good. Okay, this is a guy that she could feel safely with her children, crotch, and valuables around. I know Sean. The big three. You're a good guy. So you have her on Friday, and something's going on with her. Second show Saturday, there's a moment of the show that you've written into it where we have audience members come up and they pretend to be actors, and it's very fourth wall. All of you are actors and rehearsing for this uh, daytime soap opera. Super cheesy. You've double-crossed me. You've triple-crossed me. Mm -hmm. And the bit is we keep slapping Eric. Mm -hmm. And nine times out of ten, people are super tentative. Even Sean Gabbard is tentative. (laughs) Cast member, yes. This chick winds up. And tries to take Eric's fucking head off. She wound up, and I mean, she put a fucking palm on his face that if she loosened a molar, I would not have been surprised. You heard this Ric Flair shot to where the bit that we'll do, and I don't want to give away too much, but we're like, oh, you can hit him harder. Ah, that's not like this. How about you knee him in the crotch? Or no, how about this? I'm going to do a super kick. Hey, right. uh, here's what you need to do, ma'am. Pretend he's a <laughs> Supreme Court justice and he just took away your rights and yes. super kick to the face. <laughs> we didn't do that with this lady. Didn't have to. It was one and done. Good for her. I mean, he looked over at us and his face was red and out there. And she might have been 105 pounds. So she wasn't the girl from that before with the no, scout, the No, it was another was woman. <laughs> That was going through something. <laughs> and Eric reminded her of whatever dad or scumbag Tinder date decided to get handsy. And it's like, nah, it's time for revenge. And popped him in And the I bet mouth. he loved it because he just, he likes to go for it. He wants us to throw him through a table. I mean, oh, yeah. Ask for all kinds no, of No, he wants to be things. set on fire and put through <laughs> tax and shit. He wants all that stuff. But it was, it was great. It was very, very funny. And whoever that lady is, I hope you're out there. I would love to have you come back, and I'll give you that role again because I want you to smack the other side of his mush. 
Well, uh, Dan Healy, the, the 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 better Dan Healy, he was at the show Saturday night. Hello, Dan Healy. And he said, he first of all, he said, hope you have a good time, Miami. Very sweet. Thank you for the tickets because he's a ten dollar a month patron. Hell he yeah, gets tickets. Appreciate you. So the fiance and I had a really fun time. The whole team was excellent. He wanted to know, like, if the sales go to us, like beer and you know food and drink, and I think he wanted to give us more money. I was like, dude, it's all good. AC want to make sure we get paid. He also he says. Good for Joe for marrying out of his league. Katie is wow. Put me on that list for when Joe dies too. So can I tell you one thing we didn't do? Thank you, Dan. We we read from your final revision. Yes, you had to, this thing's kind of gets massaged, right? And one thing we still didn't quite write in, but we I thought kind of all agreed to improv. Where there is a scene where haha, someone's going to try and bang Katie to shake a memory list. Yes, and they come back out. And it's like, ah, oh, didn't work. Let me. I got an idea. I'll bang her. No, I'll bang her. And yes. then we're all going to start piling on. Have to make the audience laugh. Half because Joe genuinely does not like. It. <laughs> like he, you could tell. So you did do that? No. Okay. We didn't get to that. And that's the one <laughs> criticism I will give of the performance is that was one bit that I did want to do throughout the night. Like Eric and Katie have an intimate moment, and that's all I'll say. Yes. Eric has been leaning into that shit. Oh, I bet and, he has. And Joe is two <laughs> feet away, and you can see he wants to step in and go, okay, if we can just move on to the next line, that would be wonderful. And Eric ain't letting go. He is snapping turtled onto the makeups, and he is going to keep her. And I want to really lean into that scene just because Joe is standing off to the side like, this whole podcast and this whole murder mystery has just turned into a way for us to just sexualize Katie and make Joe as uncomfortable as possible. That's what yeah, really. what it is. We're trying to too. give Joe a, a heart attack to have yes. a self-fulfilling prophecy. We're trying to kill Joe. The, yes, the next murder mystery. So there's this guy who's giving horrible sex to his wife, and then she kills him, and all her friends come and bang her. And the question is, is she guilty of anything? So it, it, whatsoever, yeah. It's the new murder mystery. Who fucked Katie? Parentheses <laughs> right. first. So... Yeah, please come out and see uh, One Life Not to Live. I think we got another show coming up. Dialafromproductions.com. I think our next one is, it's not August, is it September? Well, I believe... we've got uh, this, this this trivia night one that I do that's a smaller one. That's next week. Right, but we're doing that. But we do, we're doing One Life Not to Live at the DC Improv on August 17th. Yes, we are doing that one. Mm -hmm. And then October, we've got Brightbox. Yeah, get your tickets yeah, now if you want to see. Halloween. Say again, Robbie? If you want to see One Life Not to Live, you better get your tickets now because that will sell out. Yeah. There you go. Uh, especially at Brightbox, which we kind of sort of make our well, we de facto home club. Uh, yeah. But I mean, at Brightbox, yes. that thing is going to sell out there mm -hmm. again. Get, we should Halloween's going to be huge this year. Oh, it's a new Halloween show. It's on, I think, the Saturday, like October. Oh, what am I saying? That is going to be Halloween. Yeah. Okay. That's, so that's one like not to live is not going to be that. That's going to be the new Halloween mm -hmm. one. That is going to be very good. You know who else I met at? Uh, I believe it was night two, show one, murder mystery, one night, one life not to live. Our first Robin Joe fifty dollar. Patreon, you're hanging out at my place. Yes. You're getting fed. You're getting laid. You get to pick a kid to go home with. May I suggest the oldest boy? <laughs> you're going to be down there playing around with my games. We're going to sit on the deck. Is it Bob? I believe it's Bob or Robert. I forget which one he goes by. Shoemaker. Very, Big bad Bob, but he's coming out. I'm pretty sure he's been to Magoobies. He's been to uh, Beach Bash yeah. last month. He was and a good I know dude. he's been to Brightbox. He's... 
He's a he's a heck of a guy. Yeah, because I, I when I put that out there, I, I immediately regretted it and was thinking, oh, <laughs> I just invited five total psychopaths into my house. Considering the last episode, which right. just wait for the Patreon, you'll get the end of the nightmare at uh, the Esports or Rock yes, Music so Festival we, story. You, you will have an update. On oh, that. I'll give okay. you the the second terrifying half right. of that story in the update after speaking with the company mm-hmm. about the psychopath I encountered a couple of weeks ago. But I saw Bob. And I knew Bob, and he was the first 50 guy, and I lit up like, yes, you, you I can see being over at my house. That I've got no problem with. We might have another one. I know we the Patreon has been doing really well. Appreciate all the new Thank people. Thank you very much. New episode of Dork Dynasty next week. Nice. Yes. Awesome. Already lined up. Now, I know this had been brought up on the Reddit thread. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, go ahead. About... Somebody suggesting we do two Patreon episodes a month. By the way, welcome new Patreon subscriber, Sam, a.k.a. Straight Ecstasy, who I think (laughs) might have been bullied into joining the Patreon, where he made sort of, I want to say, a tongue-in-cheek comment about not supporting podcasts that have Patreons. Right. Sam is a a bit of a rabble-rouser. He also gets on some JSS threads, and he likes to poke the bear a little bit, Mm -hmm. but he's also, at his core, a good guy. He has signed up. And I was thinking, if you guys wanted to do it, I would be okay. I want to get Robbie's input because we really want to turn this thing into a real juggernaut of value. I yeah. mean, if you subscribe 5, 10, 20, 50, I want to make sure that when you get on there, it's not just the back catalog. It's new podcast. Mm-hmm. It's a bunch of stuff. Ro- Robbie, what, what do you think, man, as far as like really beefing up the Patreon some and adding to some? Because I got some stories from Rob off the air prior to us clicking record tonight. Holy shit, Patreon worthy. But I mean <laughs> behind a paywall. Frankly, do you Robbie, do you know the story about Katie's kickball injury? Yes, Joe told it in Ocean City. Tell me that is not a Patreon platinum tier story. <laughs> it is like it is. that ain't a five dollar story. It is. That is a story I, I think God, and this is me not trying to like muddy the waters here. Mm-hmm. Anybody that subscribes for any amount of money, thank you. I'm not trying to turn this thing into the goddamn Jerry Lewis telethon, by the way, but it's time my friends Rob and Joe made some money on a decades-long venture. Did Joe say that he was willing to tell that story on Patreon? I told Katie the idea of making (laughs) that a platinum episode. I don't know this story. Where there was an incident at kickball where Katie got hurt. Okay. Joe tried to help, and (laughs) and it almost went so far so badly. Yes. I mean, Joe's effort to help her could have led to one of the worst moments of their relationship oh boy. ever. And I mean, it came within Seconds. action movie, <laughs> cut the red wire with one second to go off. <laughs> like the whole building was going to explode, hundreds die uh, type of situation. And I said, we do Patreon episodes. We'll continue to. Five bucks gets you in. I thought about a quarterly episode that, I mean, you want to talk about some God tier shit talking this is like our our WrestleMania, our SummerSlam. Why it, do I yes. keep doing? You, I bring it, You bring out all the wrestling because references. it just makes me happy. Yes. I, I, think I, I finally, it's, I get to talk wrestling with somebody. I get to uh, do breaks where people respond to me. It's right. crazy. So I would, I would, dude. If we did, what if we did something akin to that, where it would be maybe two episodes a month, Patreon standard, whatever fee gets you in, right? But in a yearly, 
okay, this is it. This is the $50 tier. Okay. This is something special just for, we could call the episode Robbie's Masterpiece. Well, that's what Max talking about, episode 53. Max says if anyone goes signs up for the Patreon, he will develop a list of episodes to listen to. I believe that's in the history of the show. Yeah, that's his top episode. That Thank will lead you, lead to episode 53. Also, that is, I believe, uh, Rob Bob Shoemaker is Rob the first invitee. In Thank you, Rob. Welcome. You. I was Rob, I said Bob, Rob. I was so happy that it Call was you. Call you whatever you want. <laughs> Side note, uh, we have full rights and discretion, first right of refusal. If you pay 50 bucks and I get a gander at you and you're an absolute <laughs> goddamn amber alert worthy psychopath, you do not come to my house. It's just not happening. I but think Rob, that's you, fair. Rob, you're in. You're I can't in. wait. You're in. I, I'm a big fan of posting photographs that we reference on here that we wouldn't put on regular social media. Like, point. for instance, yep. the lady who was at the improv in Miami. No, I will. 100%. Yes. I will. I, I will. I like to do that. I got to do the Frank video. I've been slacking on that. Yes, I'll post the uh, the Miami person. I'll give her. Just give her Instagram. And Robbie, speaking of this How next one. Oh, yeah. Give the Instagram. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. So you heard it on the Robin Joe show. Let's get yeah, a new follower. I mean, Which, by the way, what is the new Robin Joe show Instagram account? Because we're trying to get everybody to follow it. That's uh, Robbie. Do you know? I believe yeah. it is the underscore Rob underscore and underscore Joe underscore show right i believe yes i'm so, sure gramps will never find it no there's no <laughs> speaking of robbie mm -hmm. do you uh do, do we got to take a break or can we get into robbie and gramps a little bit as much yeah. as he wants to get into let's i'll give you the instagram of this this woman and then we'll take a break it's at madison <laughs> g as in girl n as in nancy o v as in victor o madison g novo Madison G. Novo. She's Miss Hooters International 2022. Yeah, this is not the Hooters girl that you're going to see in Arbutus, okay? She is January, March, April, and November in the calendar. Yeah, we went to Hooters and... There's the, no moles the, on her. No, the guy said that it was the number one Hooters in the world. Yeah, no we shit. Yeah, though no, that's the and space station of why. Hooters. Yes, this is not this is not that sketchy Towson Hooters where there was an hourly motel behind the place no. and... They always had a little bit of that white crust in the corner of their mouth. No, no she was the no. best. And this this was a Hooters where you had to have a perfect ass too. It wasn't it, it wasn't a one. You had to have both. Is this a Hooters where you have to make reservations? <laughs> I'll tell you this. We went on a Friday at two p.m. and there was a fucking line. I bet there was. <laughs> Stick around. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Justin from the 98 Rock Morning Show and proud Rob and Joe Patreon subscriber. Might I say the only member of their friend circle that is, but it's okay, Eric. It's okay, Tommy. I know times are tough. Listen, you got to subscribe. They reveal behind the scenes extremely personal information that they can't put on the free show because it would destroy friendships, cost people jobs, get people deported, dirt on celebrities that they encounter. And as a Rob and Joe Patreon subscriber, you're in a circle of trust. This is content they don't want repeated outside of the bonus show. So don't fuck them. Keep it on the bonus show. Don't repeat what you hear. Their Patreon helps support all their endeavors, so if you're a fan, give what you can. Get some great content in return, and please pledge what you can afford, but subscriptions just start at $5 for all that extra juicy content. Me, I'm a $10 subscriber, and it's worth every last filthy penny. You're going to have access to all the bonus shows going back five years, plus all the pre-Mike O'Mara Network classic episodes and some other random gems only available to subscribers of the Rob and Joe Patreon. So 
Subscribe today, you cheap pricks. Now, back to the Rob and Joe show. Right on cue with Gramps' voice there. Uh, Gramps has been, you know, we've missed him. We missed him on the chat. We've missed him having him come on, his poetry, his stories. But you uh, got to actually do some hanging out with him, correct, Robbie? Yes, for two and a half days we were alone together. That sounds Jesus. like a lot. <laughs> God, that's like, uh, it's a community service. Like, like you screwed up somewhere. You, yes. got, you got caught cheating on your taxes or something. By the way, I... Once we found out that you can listen to the Robin Joe show live on an iPhone now, I mm -hmm. put the link on his iPhone. I figured out how to do that. Nice. But he said, you know what? I, I like listen to it played back on the podcast because I can't stay up that late. Have you gotten his review on the new iteration of the show for the new listeners of the Robin Joe show featuring Justin Schlegel? I did a, a fill in. For you, while you're on the road, you might have been overseas. I can't remember. Yep, that sounds familiar. And it was Robbie Robinson Sr.'s least favorite episode ever. Yeah, that was that Hawaii, Alaska run. He yeah, you did it. Eric did one, and he hated you. Couldn't stand it. Yes, he was like, Eric's episode, I thought it was a new Louis C.K. special, and Justin being on sounded like two invalids just smacking pots and pans together. Bring back Restivo. Yeah, so here I am now, one month in. If, if I soured him at all to the product... Robbie, does oh, it come up at all? You know, I that was not a topic he was interested in talking about. I put it that way. He, really? You, you asked him and he said, no. No. Because usually he only wants to talk about like two things. It's yes. the Robin Joe show and Family and, Feud. And what time are we leaving? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. What's taking that waitress so long that walked away from the table three seconds ago with our drink order? Yeah. So you were there for two and a half days. What are, what are you two doing? Well, so I... I took him out to the Cracker Barrel, and he asked for, um, he tried to order uh, one, he tried a beer. Order. He tried to order a beer. It was like about 10 a.m. A Cracker Barrel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And which they do. <laughs> Jesus. Now they do. <laughs> this is like. I'll have your Cracker IPA. Yeah, yeah. Can I get your barrel Hefeweizen? That's like, I went into a Noodles & Co. once after work at like 11 a.m. Right. And saw some woman in there. Rip shit on white wine. It <laughs> a noodles and coke. Gramps ordering. He's ordering a pilsner at a Waffle House. Now they do. May I see your wine list. Now they uh, have syrup. What's your finest spirit? <laughs> they are starting to roll out wine, like canned wine, at many of the Cracker Barrels. What? Fortunately, that'll help him finish, help him finish that triangle puzzle. <laughs> I want to see Gramps drunk off Cracker Barrel wine, trying to do that puzzle and hitting on every waitress in there. And he's just slowly just eating the pieces like an hors d'oeuvre. He's dipping them in the hot he's, maple syrup. He's dipping them in the cream chip beef and just chewing on them. Yeah, they're, they are rolling out that canned wine at the Cracker Barrels, but fortunately, that particular Cracker Barrel didn't have it going yet. With the, didn't have the liquor license thing worked out. So, Gotcha. So it worked out for me. Um, okay, okay, so it worked out for you that he could not order correct. one. Was he, was he grumpy after not being able to get his uh, his Coors Light to go with his bacon and eggs? Yeah, he he ha he had to have orange juice. Oh, poor guy! You didn't bring him an orange smash or a little vodka to no, put in orange juice. No, no, are you? No. Reach out of the European man bag, splash little no. Tito's in that thing when the waitress ain't looking. In fact, I made sure that all alcohol was removed from the condo. Damn. You better not let Mac hang out with him because Mac's going to smuggle in some alcohol. Well, Mac just said the guy's an American hero if he wants a beer at 10 a.m. Hey, you him. know what? Mac, I can't wait to show up because he can't wait to see you. He did mention that. 
and you can give him all the alcohol you want. I won't be around. Hey, what was with the photo of Joe's best friend, number one on the list, maybe second only to Rob Mayer, Larry, <laughs> yes. and Robbie Sr., Rob C. Gramps? What the hell were they doing together? Um, we all... Gramps is now listening to the Larry podcast. We... <laughs> yeah. Larry and Erica show. He listens to it live at 10 p.m. Yeah. He stays up. <laughs> Larry came, and, came for a day, and he caused a lot of problems with giving my dad a twisted tea as soon oh. as he got there. <laughs> <laughs> a twisted tea just sent him off the rails. That's can't help the rankings. Well, he had a twisted tea, yes. an entire bottle of wine, and a crown and coke. <laughs> what Jesus. a combination! That is a demolition derby of booze in his gut. Your your dad, Gramps, had a whole bottle of wine. All of this is probably within a two hour span. Oh, what well, is Fourth of July? And uh, the man, you know, he's is he eating or is tell me tell me he's barebacking it. Nothing's in that gut. Pretty much, it. pretty much nothing to eat. What, what's the order? Is it so are you he, having a glass of wine and then the crown and coke or and then a back bottle to wine, of wine, then the twisted he, tea and then more wine? Or is it finished, knock out the wine first? No, he finished the bottle of wine. Yeah. Then the twisted tea showed up. Then we went to the pool bar where he ordered the crown and coke. And then he threw up on the coffee And table. then he tried to come back and grab another twisted tea. He called Larry ugly 40 times and he put his head through a window. So I had a uh, a pickleback this weekend. Uh, you had those? that is such a look at me drink. I mean, it's it, okay. A sip yeah. of one. It's the pickle juice. It's a shot of J Jameson and then a chaser of pickle juice. No, 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 no. That that's that is such a what? what what's Joe say? Try hard. Mm -hmm. No one goes out for like, hey, let's go out tonight. Now uh, you know it's nice. Let's go get some pickle juice shots. Well, when those girls want to buy you one, you say yes. Oh yeah, I'm drinking urinal <laughs> mint water. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got no problem if they're looking like the girl that came in third place at the office trivia. Writing that no down. problem. But a, a pickleback shot, it's it's like a B-52. Mm. Um, God, what's another one? What's what's the one? The Irish car bomb? That's bad. A buttery nipple. Yeah. Any of the look at me shots? Mm. The one where you light it on fire? I don't, need, I don't need that yeah. shit. But the, uh, the IPAs. We were with Amelia at uh, a buddy mm. of ours. Steve Huber has a party. And I'm a soft-handed... Never worked an honest day in his life. Just hairless twink. I'm sipping <laughs> every truly I can find. Oh, yeah. White claw. I don't give a shit. I, I'm 43. I'm going to drink whatever I want to. Mm -hmm. She's drinking a beer. It's an IPA. And it's got the it, it's got this homemade ass label. So you know it's made by these two guys that have waxed mustaches. They don't <laughs> own TVs. They carry their typewriters around from coffee house to coffee house. And quite literally, on the can, she gave me a sip of it. It tasted like a melted doorknob it was awful <laughs> and the, the, it said with a challenging flavor i don't want challenging no, no. you know what i want grapefruit orange yes. little blackberry not challenged at all by it it just it's, it fits right in with me yeah it's, you have to you have to muscle this down i like i like fruit flavors yes i wanted yeah. i wanted to be like uh, from a brazilian woman's headdress mm -hmm. that was dancing in some parade or something like that not something from a coal mine does uh, Gramps have any new stories about hitting on women at the uh, the home that he lives at? Well, n n not really. I, I don't want to beat him up too much more. because Beat we, him up? We, we celebrate we, these we, things, Robbie. We, I'm pissed he didn't get to drink at 10 a.m. at yes. the Denny's. Yeah, well, we beat, him up. we beat him up a little bit in Ocean City, unfortunately. But I will tell you uh, about uh, a one woman he's in love with. Oh. Um, Mila Kunis. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Wait a minute. What's she doing at the center? Wow. Wait a Times minute. are tough. Man, I, re I knew she hadn't worked in a while, but what the hell? She works at Cracker Barrel. She's a Cracker Barrel. 
<laughs> okay, so wait, wait, wait. How did he cross paths with the works of Mila Kunis? So he has no idea who Mila Kunis is, <laughs> but the Facebook figured out that he enjoyed Mila Kunis because he kept <laughs> clicking on clicking that on. That algorithm Mila will get you. And Does Katie look like Mila Kunis? Right, liking all the Katie. Posts. So he's he he must have mentioned her. He must have mentioned her five times. <laughs> <laughs> And and the thing he always goes, do you know who Mila Kunis is? I'm like, of course I know who. Yeah. Mila what if Kunis she needs life insurance? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does she live in downtown Baltimore? I'll walk there. And and I said, and he and he he keep bringing it up, and he he goes, went just out of the blue, he goes, I can't believe you know who Mila Kunis is. And I said, Dad, I can name 20 celebrities off the top of my head that you don't know. I know I know way way more celebrities than you do. He so doesn't why- realize truly how plugged into pop culture you are. No, he has no clue because Mila Kunis is like a discovery to him. I was about to say, tell me he discovered. He thinks in his own head. Yes. He discovered Mila Kunis. Yes, exactly. Has, are we, I think this is breaking news though, because we know about his love of Walker Hayes. Yeah. And we know about him uh, on the, thinking he was talking to Carrie Underwood on the Carrie Underwood. Yes. You know, fan support page. So clearly if you've all seen Walker, you know, and as Joe says, suddenly he's giving away his pen. So, but Mila Kunis is not a blonde woman. No. no, she's dark. She's like Mediterranean features. This is not this. I would not peg Mia Kunis as somebody that Gramps is going to have a sweet eye for. Yep, but she's high on his radar now. Okay, if I ask right. him about I l- Walker Hazy, probably say, "Who's that?" Uh, what? Who the? He, he's completely forgotten. He only has enough broom in the memory just for one at a time, and they get bumped out. Pretty much. I love that he thinks that he broke ground on her because <laughs> I remember the year it was. It was the year prior to the pandemic, and we're at Ocean City Beach Bash, and we still had a secrets broadcast set up. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, we're all out there, and this is another woman, a Gramps style character that thought they discovered something, and she's behind the bar. She's an older lady. I'm going to say mid to late 60s, and she's got a River Billy accent. She hears all of us <laughs> talking. We want to leave. We want to go get pizza. And she goes, uh, I hear you boys might be looking for a slice. <laughs> Write this down. <laughs> You're going to go out on a coastal highway. You're going to drive seven blocks down. If you've gotten to the old pro golf course with a dinosaur, turn around. You're gone too far. It's around the side of the shopping center. You're not going to find any better pizza in all of Ocean City. It's a little place called Papa John's. (laughs) And she's, we're like, I don't think she knows there's more than one. I don't think she knows that Papa John. local guy, John, that grew up here. He is never in town. Uh, We think he lives in Sicily. We think he's there, but yes. we, we call him Papa. Uh, one day I'm going to meet one of a horse. One day I'm going to meet Trader Joe. One day I'll meet him. We love his one and done grocery store. But much like Graham's thinking, he discovered her. This lady thought it was a one off with him. Does uh, Mila Kunis do Make a Wish Foundation things, and how much would that set up for? Graham? Does she have a cameo? If <laughs> yes. she's got a cameo, oh my god! Find out if Mila Kunis has a cameo. I swear to God, I will reach for my venture card right now. She has to, right? Is she is, is she, she cameo? Is she too big to do? But Robbie, would you categorize her? She's just over the line of too big, right? Mm. Yes, yeah, just I think she just is. over. Like she needs to have like one or two bombs under her belt, like Ashton Kutcher, too big. Uh, God, I'm trying to think of somebody else that's on like a Mia Kunis level that might. 
What's a movie that we need her to him to see, Gramps? The Mila Kunis movie that he might actually enjoy. He's not going to be watching. He might like Bad Moms. How I'm trying to think Black of what she's. Swan? He's not going to watch. That. Oh, forgetting gonna... Sarah Marshall. He has no idea that that '70s show exists. Uh, I mean, you got Ted. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. He thinks that '70s show is about Mila Kunis banging guys in her <laughs> their '70s. Back when <laughs> back when Gramps had a chance yes. at '70s. Uh, he definitely should watch Forgetting Sarah Marshall though, just yes. for the full frontal nudity yes. scene. Yes, full blown, full frontal. <laughs> she That's is a hundred dollar a Patreon. We watch that movie with Gramps. She is Damn. not on Cameo. Damn it, she's not on Cameo. Okay, yeah. if anybody out there, if you can somehow track down Mia Kunis for us. You get a free $5 Patreon subscription. I'll pay for it myself, <laughs> but I'm going to front five bucks for you uh, to get on this damn thing. Uh, anything else, Robbie, from Ocean City? Yeah, I, that's pretty much all I want to say on that. That's topic. all you want to okay. say, but yeah. there's more to say. Maybe oh paywall? Oh, my God. I could fill up a whole show. Robbie, <laughs> is this the month we start the two bonus show month? Because I, people... Robbie. Robbie. People will pay 20 bucks for you. They will. We've already gotten people prior to you speaking earlier in the program because I was kind of yammering a little bit, asking, where's Robbie? I think we August. I think August. You think August? I think August. Mm. Okay, because we still got a psycho. Well, we got a, a huge Patreon coming up this <clears throat> in, yeah. uh, in a week when we record it. It's going to yeah, be a real massive big. episode. Real, real big. And one last thing about your uh, ex down in Miami. I noticed the dirtier jokes that I told, the bigger a laugh. Yeah. Really? She gave me. Not surprising. She a dirty yeah. girl? Oh yeah, dirty girl. And I went there. You I, went all the way there. I told jokes just about Robbie. Just, just, just references <laughs> that they no one else left. At. Hey, <laughs> applaud if you guys have ever had rubber count yeah. thread sheets. Yeah. yeah. Who's ever been fisted to an eagle song? <laughs> Anyone here? Show of hands. Show of fists. Get them up in the air. Okay. Oh well, Robbie. Thank you. I want all of that stuff. Gramps and more. Get ready for an August heavy end of summer Gramps episode. Fourth uh, of July in general, though, how was yours? Well, I flew. I came back on Fourth of July, so mine was pretty non-eventful. So it was, uh, you know, thinking back, I was like, why didn't I just stay an extra night? Yeah, and enjoy Fourth oh. of July in Miami. Uh, that was kind of stupid. I thought it was one of those yeah. deals where, like, if they offered you a seat, you know, if they offered to buy your ticket from you because they're overbooked, I would have just yep. Yeah, one of those ones where if anybody up here is willing to give their seat up, we've got a $500 voucher, and usually we can't take those because we have a show we're getting to, mm -hmm. and we can't show up a day late for the show, but in that case, on the way out of there, they offer you... Did you hear... And this can't be true. The airlines are just shitting the bed left and right. Yep. They're, they're, their gas is expensive, they're running out of pilots, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. They say the thing to do right now is to spend the money and get a direct flight, because if you have a connection, the possibility of you getting stuck somewhere yeah. hung up somewhere exponentially compared mm -hmm. to years past spend the money go direct flight but they're apparently rolling out the treasure chest red carpet if there is a screw-up on the air this morning marianne perry who's filling in for josh had the story we didn't get to that one of the airlines was going to give somebody i want to say it was five grand no i know what it was because we talked about it because i just filled in for kirk i was with marianne today how much was it? It was well. It was a group of eight. It was twelve fifty a person. So it was ten grand. It was ten this, grand. This guy that he had his wife and his kids, and it was a whole a vacation thing, and they didn't take it. I'd be like, you know, you your vacation might have got a little screwed up, but you now have money for a second vacation. Yeah, they're they're gonna give yeah. you that voucher, 
and they're going to still try and get you to your destination. Because I said to Marion, if they would have given me some money, I would know, knowing that I would have missed hanging out with you today and then doing the podcast, I probably would have taken the money. I would have taken the <laughs> Yeah, you'd be flying solo or having Paul Minnemeyer come exactly. in and do the Marion yeah. and Paul show. It was pretty basic for me. I uh, I spent Friday and Saturday prior to each show, I spent all day building a goddamn gazebo from overstock.com worst thing i've ever done yeah that sounds like that's probably was harder than you thought it was three thousand parts oh. two pages of instructions that's it just yeah, i would like, just be in, so intimidated off the jump i would i didn't know where to start i had to watch youtube videos oh. i'm looking like this part requires three people i've got a six-year-old and i've got a 12 year old who has a pretty gnarly glasses uh prescription like, nothing no one's helping no, me no. with nothing. if somebody comes over and says i can knock this out for you in two hours well what would you say? How much? Here's money? 500 bucks. Yeah. There was an option. There was an option mm -hmm. on there to deliver the thing. And for 500, they would have built it. And, and I scoffed. Was, oh, I'm buying a rug. I'm buying another mm -hmm. chair, two chairs. I'm buying ceiling fans for this son of a bitch. 20 minutes into it. I'm calling. <laughs> like, send someone. Send someone. I'm too goddamn dumb. I'm too dumb. So I spent pretty much all weekend. If I wasn't a Magoobies, I was on the back deck in this gazebo, just a 98 Rock. If you want to get a peek at this thing. But it is, um, as I'm floating around. This ties in to my stepdaughter in a weird way. And, and I mm. want you to try, try and process this tweet I'm going to read you. I'm going to read you the tweet. I'm going to read you the response. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to read the response to the response. Okay. Okay. And, and Robbie, please decipher this horseshit. All right. We have the millennial we have now moved on from. You're a hardworking group of people. You apparently save better than generations prior. Most of you are taking care of yourself. Health-wise, investment-wise, the millennial gets a bad rap. Gen Z, fire them in a rocket into the <laughs> center of the goddamn sun. Here we are. And by the way, this is not ironic. I went and clicked on their accounts. But let's see if it's a, uh, what's the one, Tatiana McGrath? Yes, she parody is account. That parody yes. account. For this. Tell me this doesn't read like a Tatiana McGrath tweet. This is on... The 4th of July, I read this, mm -hmm. like our nation's 246th birthday. <clears throat> I'm going to get demolished for this take, but I think furries are the next great refined performance art genre next to clowning and drag. <laughs> Don't get a syllable of it. First response to it. Wow. This is low-key racist. <laughs> Her response to being called racist to that word salad. Uh-huh. I deleted the tweet, but does someone please have resources where I can educate myself? I apologize. Uh, I have said anybody and it was not my intention. I have a background in art and blood performance art. So I treated that from a perspective of ignorance, but I might be uninformed. Thank you. And I apologize again if I offend. Um, what the shit are you talking about? What in the chicken fried shit is clowning and furries? I get drag. I've been to a lot of drag shows. They are a 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. I don't understand this. Where's the race? I don't. I think if I were black, I would probably just to mess with these people. Just whenever they said, I'd say that's a little racist. <laughs> wow. And then have them try to figure out. Damn. Yeah. Kind of shook. And I clicked. You're the asking person. To, to write what my name is at Starbucks to write it on a cup on a on a cup on a cup. It's kind of racist. What color is that ink? Do you wow. know the history of cups in this country? Do you know the history of black ink? Damn. What colors the coffee? What? Whoa. What colors the cream? Yeah, oh, you, you should educate yourself. Wow. Damn. I'm literally shaking. <laughs> I'm literally shaking. I clicked the other person that called it racist. They're dead serious. I mean, it's just nothing but blue flat tops and septum piercings. It's crazy. One of the funny things about that Tatiana McGrath 
page is sometimes he or she or whatever <clears throat> will joke, say something ridiculous, and then it ends up being true. It's like uh, it'll be true, or people yes. that don't know that it's a tongue-in-cheek account. We'll start to piggyback it. Yes. Yas Queen, Great point. Yes. thank you for bringing up just how hateful the Fruit of the Loom characters are. That grape guy is definitely an allegory for the January 6th riots. So I read this. I know what a furry is. Mm -hmm. We've had a, a, rant, a furry rant in uh, one of our murder missions. There was you know a, a furry convention over the 4th of July weekend in Pittsburgh. We don't have nice. the 98 Rock Halloween costume spectacular anymore because of furries. Oh. We had furries show up one day. <laughs> Too much Dead fucking. Mm. Oh, I wish they would have fucked. It would have been a little bit more normal than what they did. Scott lifts up one of their tails jokingly in the mascot outfit going, I wonder if it's a boy wolf or a girl wolf. Uh -oh. Whatever. Emails the company three days later saying Scott tried to get handsy with his <laughs> subspecies or some shit. Management was like, you know what? We're done. We're done with it. Because a furry showed up, and we don't get to do the Halloween costume contest anymore. Because that is an extension of their own being. And Scott was being accused Ugh. of feeling somebody up by grabbing a tail on a mascot's outfit. It's not a real tail. It's not a real tail. No, it doesn't mm -hmm. actually... It's not really on your body. No, a bumblebee yeah. is not having sex with a seahorse. <laughs> None of this is real. None of you represent a, a single-A college. No species. Nothing. Nothing. Not Division mm. One, Division Two. nothing. Mm. The, the mascots of DeVry are better. So we know what a furry is. That's racist. That's racist. <laughs> That's it. I've already canceled our show. Everyone, cancel your Patreon. Ariel says, typical Scott. Typical Scott. <laughs> Always trying to get his feel on a subspecies. Grabbing panda beaver. We know what drag is. Yes. Drag shows. Mm -hmm. If you have never been to a drag brunch, spend Good the time. money. It's the best time you'll ever come. But clowning. That was what jumped out at me. I'm thinking, we talking Gathering of the Juggalos. We talking Shaggy 2 Dope. Twisted. Some of the, uh, the what Dark is, Carnival. Did you look it up? I didn't need to. Uh-oh. Because my stepdaughter comes home. <laughs> she had a sleepover. She had a sleepover July 3rd with her friend. Beautiful young girl. And how, her how old are Jessica, these girls? 12 to 13. Okay. She says she goes over to this girl's house, and we know the one girl that's bringing our stepdaughter to this new house, and Mudge did all the due diligence, mm -hmm. and they're you know figuring out who's who. Everybody's safe. Everybody's great. She comes home. She goes, we went on a boat, and there was a girl on there that creeped everybody out to the point where mom just kind of took the craft in. I think it was a pontoon boat, and said, let's just, um, let's just play in the backyard. Okay. We said, what was it about this girl? She said, it was the way she looked. Oh, what was, what was the matter with her? She said, she was covered in clown makeup. She had a red and black ring painted around her nose. She had this harlequin horse shit all over her eyes, all up and down her eyes, like the lines that go way down the cheek, right. go way up the cheek. Look up a band called Avatar, like the movie. Mm -hmm. Look up the lead singer of a band called Avatar. And this girl was dressed like an emotional murder clown. And she was clowning. And it's this new subgenre of horseshit that I now need to identify them by their clown names. And, yes, and that's out the guy. Right now. And that's the guy. And that's a 12-year-old on a And that's my 12-year-old's new friend. And I mean, like, I, I just, I heard her stepdaughter talking to Mudge about this. Like, she was weird and she wasn't talking. And... She was just being odd and was rocking back and forth and all that. And I, I, the minute I heard the clown makeup shit, I came swinging in on a vine. I'm like, 
is that clowning? He's like, oh yeah, there's there's kids in my school that they're clowning now. Like, That's, what, it's terrifying. It's a terrifying. Trip. Is this real? They're wearing clown makeup. Kids are wearing clown makeup to school, but they're not like jovial and squirting each other with water and shit. They're just doing it to be fucking weird. Jeremy was ahead of his time. Jeremy yeah. is their Sean Connery. <laughs> he Jeremy invented it. Is their Sherpa? Who is this in chat? Then I can't even read that. The what beer? What's that say? What beer is happening now? The uh, what's the screen name? Narragan uh, Narragansett. Nar okay. Narragansett. Says murder beer. clowns are banned from the morning show. It's a good Jeremy. Yeah, Woodward. Jeremy, we yeah. love you, buddy, but you just can't <laughs> show up dressed as Pogo the clown, unannounced, holding a plastic knife. Just so, are you allowed to go to school with that on? Oh yeah, they don't dare tell you otherwise. Oh, that that principal is going to be booted from his position for uh, denying that child their true self. And I'm just thinking, my my kids, as much as I bust their balls, they're great and right. they're normal. One of them's into basketball, and the other likes fashion. Holy shit. Just it's almost hacky what normal they're into. Stuff. Yeah. Normal stuff. And now they're dealing with a new era with pronouns and things that they want to you know, respect their friends and how they like to be designated. Right. It's a new world. That's fine. We're all talking about it. But clowning is some new shit that I'm still trying to figure out the new shit. This is new, new shit. Where I think, okay, we're gonna we're gonna work through it's like some we just passed Pride. Shout out to any right. of our LGBTQIA plus mm -hmm. listeners. Uh, gay Joe Summer. Gay Joe Summer, man, we did that for you. That yeah, we're 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 educating in that way. But when you, when when you, we're dealing and and educating and trying to get our kids ready to go for a new world that we're learning about ourselves, and then now I'm dealing with furries and clowns. What goddamn dimension are we in? That that's a that's going to be a regular conversation. Like, uh, check the box. Do you identify as a man, a woman, uh, they, them, or fucking Pogo? Which which one? Which it one? It feels is like it's getting it's it's at some point it goes too far. It's like I can't. Can you really have a conversation with this person? Can I tell you where I think it went too far? Go on. Fucking clowns, man. Clowns <laughs> is it. Clowns is the one. Ryan Connor used to do this great joke. Shout out Connor. I. I Want to reconnect with you one day. He said he had this redneck relative of his mm -hmm. that just refused, homophobic, didn't understand. He's like, I don't understand. You got men sleeping with men, women sleeping with women. I remember this the next joke, thing yeah. that you're going to have is, is people sleeping with dogs and cats and children. Where do you draw the line? And Ryan's like, how about dogs, cats, and children? Yes. <laughs> that's right there. That's pretty easy. That's a pretty easy line. Right there is where we, uh, yep. that's what we do that. So I, I just I was laughing at this tweet that was like Jesus we are in the basically quarter millennia of our nation at 246 years could you imagine founding fathers centuries <laughs> later like hey what's going on in 2022 why is that guy dressed like he's in the circle oh they're 12 they're 12 why oh. is that a wolf boy over there oh that's an outfit okay Jesus on his throne. Uh, I'm not gonna name the episode clowning because it's we might attract no might I do not canceled. want them on us no it's like getting the BTS crew on you you do not want that smoke you don't want that clown smoke at what point if Josh Spiegel shows up to work looking like that like at, at what point do you just have a talk right away or you think it's a bit Jesus if Josh comes in looking like you do a monoxide from twisted right okay he comes in there he's violent jay man i it takes me a couple of days <laughs> it takes i first uh, the first day i kind of look at him i wait for him to acknowledge it okay 
But at first you might be thinking, is this some sort of long prank that's happening? Is he doing something? Right. Is he doing a bit? You still think that there could be a payoff at the end, and you're just, okay. Aha, uh-huh, you got just gonna, me. Let's see, let's see how this happens. It was like a little challenge. Let's see how long we can make Justin incredibly uncomfortable right. when he comes in you know, looking like Sweet Tooth from Twisted mm-hmm. Metal. I give it a couple of days, and <laughs> then we probably do a 5150 on him, put him somewhere where we can get some help. Yes. Okay? Because I almost give the kid a pass. Right. On the boat. They're 12. They're figuring their stuff out. I, I went through all kinds of sort of dipshit phases. Mm-hmm. This is me being the 43-year-old man shouting at the sky. You know, I, I can only imagine some of the crap that I... Uh, uh, the blue hair and the mm-hmm. Jinko jeans and all that horse shit that I was doing probably gave my relatives and family members pause. <laughs> but clown makeup, that's something new. And I, I've done a little, a little bit of research on this. And there's nothing like whimsical or Cirque du Soleil or, or you know, a P.T. Barnum about this. It's, well, this person in the band, they're in, they are in a band. It's a, you know, a theatrical and artistic thing. It's not they're just walking to Target like that. None you, of them can juggle. This is at school. This is just, I'm not sure what the statement is. I'm not sure what it says about you. It makes it, it feels like it's harder to communicate with you because it's hard to just take you seriously because how you look. It just seems like. I, I really don't understand. You remember how that band One Direction really snuck up on us just out of nowhere? You're like, well, they're everywhere. The yes. same thing with BTS. This this shit yeah. is it's now sneaking up on me. Where I read that that and initial now you're tweet see it everywhere, and I was like, ah, oh, that's a subject I'll never bump into it. And later that day, the universe is like, oh, you think you're done with this shit? No, your stepdaughter is now dealing with someone that, and it's not a juggalo thing. The, cl- the clowning community and the juggalo, they do not have ambassadors in no. each other's world. There's no rapping. There's no Fago. Okay, there's no ninjas and ninjets. There's none of that. Shout out to all my juggalos out there. Okay, big fan of your community. It's all about brotherhood and occasionally wanton violence. This is, this, this is where I, this is where I kind of pull the shoot. I'm like, you know what? I want to be up to date and up to speed and plugged in. I'll call you whatever you need me to call you to make you feel comfortable. Honestly, it's sure. easy. You want to well, go by he? To, yeah, great. I, she, you got no problem. But when you want to go by like Chuckles mm. or like I identify as Mr. Sparkles or I identify as Horn Honk Sound, I, you know what? This is where I punch out. This is... <laughs> I remember like we saw a guy dressed like Randy Macho Man Savage. Uh, there was a guy that was walking around, and I asked Joe, like, "Would you? How much should just dress like that everywhere you go for a year? <laughs> just because it's so ridiculous." But then, if you had to be one of these two things for a year, a furry or or clowning, this is what you have to do: furry or clown. And you say had to be every this time. This is a choice. Like people want to go outside, <laughs> okay, dressing like one of the chipmunks. Every time you leave your room, you have to be in one of these outfits. I ha- God damn it. I mean, I probably clown. <laughs> I would have to clown, right? I'd have to go outside as one of the clowns. I'd have to. <laughs> How much to not be not. You you can't explain it, though. Oh, you Jesus. can't tell people that you're getting paid. It's not a bit. Well, you see, just, now I'm you thinking, have to legitimately say this is who you are. Now I think furry because if you see me like that's Justin dressed up as a clown. Right. If you see me out there dressed up is like a sad panda. Right. You don't know who's under that thing. Would you lose your job? For- yes. Okay. I lose my job within two weeks. No. What am I saying? <laughs> I get promoted. What am I yes. saying? No. Where I You'll work do now? it for free. Oh, where I work now? Oh, I'm moving up the corporate ladder. Oh, my God. Trust me. There's a Patreon episode coming up where I'm going to talk about something that went down at the office in regard to our efforts to be 
as a lot of companies should, uh -huh. on the right side of history. Uh, I can't wait. But we're on the wrong side of logic. <laughs> we're on the right side of history, but the wrong side of logic. We'll get into that on the Patreon. All right, we're recording a new Patreon uh, next week on the 12th. It should be out shortly after that. Uh, we're we're going to need another one to soon to catch up and everything. But uh, also come out uh, July 13th. Uh, Justin's going to be part of this uh, trivia murder mystery with Eric Woodworth. Please. And then uh, Nicole Wolko. It's going to be a good fun show that Rams had in Annapolis. So that's a Wednesday night. Rob, where can they follow you on Instagram if they'd like to? Uh, Rob Mayer, R-O-B-M-A-H-E-R. -E and you, Justin? They can follow me at Justin98Rock. But most importantly, follow the entire show, the underscore Rob underscore and underscore Joe underscore show. Someone else had the other one that was much easier to uh, identify already taken. We have to somehow find out who's squatting on Rob and Joe show. Son of a bitch. And get that thing back from him. And please, go to Justin98Rock, click on the link in my bio, and subscribe. We're going to pack this turkey fat full of content stuffing on the Patreon page soon. You're not going to want to miss any of it. Later. Mike O'Mara, Radio Entertainment. <laughs>